Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Thursday, June 16th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Sun was back out today. That was nice. It's a rarity. Yesterday it was too, and I was like... <gasps> Living in this part of the world, you don't realize how much you need the sun until it's gone i am i'm very affected when we get like three or four days of gloomy weather yeah and it's funny because i i grew up just outside of toronto and when i live downtown and stuff and like it's gloomy there in the winter like you get a lot of overcast days is that because the lake yeah because the lake and it just kind of hangs out there and you get the you know springs are really rainy and gloomy and i feel like i've I've gotten, you know, I'm not used to it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so now I come here and honestly, after a day and a half of gloomy <laughs> weather, I'm like, I need the sun. I need the sun. It's like when I lived in Northern BC, I didn't see the sun for like the first three months I lived there. I'm like, why am I sad inside? I don't think <laughs> I can do Vancouver. I really don't. I mean, my sister says you do, you just, again, you know, chug a ton of vitamin D and that helps. <laughs> but yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to get rainy again for like the next week. I'm, we're supposed to go camping next weekend. I love camping. I am a fair weather camper, mm-hmm. though. Oh, like, yeah. I don't want to go if it's going to piss the whole time. Well, you're supposed to go camping this weekend, and then that changed to maybe just uh, like doing the Legacy Trail, biking from Banff to Canmore and back, which is like a, it's a 50K ride, so not too, too long. That being said, now it's supposed to piss rain on Saturday, so it's like, well, we're not going to do a 50K ride in the piss and rain either. I Suck a lot of the so, fun out of it, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, really. Could, you could do it, but is it really how you want to spend your weekend well that's just it like i mean you can dress for it but i was like if you do manage to get cold the problem is is you go one way and then you have 25k to get back to warmth it's not like you can go and warm up anywhere so yeah if you had a hot shower waiting for you at the other end you could be like i just got to get through this and then as opposed to knowing you have to come back through it yeah i don't (laughs) think so uh, we talked a bit about that on on the show today, particularly how you have to get used to different kinds of weather depending on where in this this big country you live. Yeah, we're gonna we got an etymology, another spooky pizza story going around online. It's a couple throwback Thursday items, something they used to do at bars and I guess still do in some places that is really just wild Super and I can't strange. believe that they're allowed to do it. Yep. Got some more country lyrics we want to make fun of. First, you're out of context clip of the show. You want to marry the wind. Me and the wind are in a tree. <laughs> K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Okay, first comes love, then comes marriage, then me and wind. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You know what ads I find kind of funny? Hmm. The advertisements that aren't for any restaurant in particular, but instead are just for a generic food. Oh, I completely agree. And I've always found that really funny. Like the milk ones. I was going to say, like the milk ones were the most famous, right? And those ones, like growing up as a kid, I didn't really think of how weird they were. But uh, from there, then we have the the more comp, the egg ones that you yeah. see all the time now, just generic for eggs. Is this like because of the dairy cartel, basically? I think they so. They pool yeah. their money and they advertise together. If we don't care whose milk you're drinking, as long as you're drinking milk. Yeah, that's what I think it is. It's big egg, right? But yeah. the latest, have you seen the turkey ads? Yes, I saw that big billboard. There's one on McLeod. Yeah. And it's just a huge billboard. It says like, what was it for? Was it for Christmas or Easter? It's like 
You're not like you better be serving turkey. Oh, right. is what it said. Yeah, I don't even know if I saw that one, but there's an ad on TV that talks about how turkey just tastes delicious in your BLT sandwiches or your club sandwich, rather, right? So you're just reminding you to just eat turkey. I was like, is this going to continue on? Like, are we going to get more and more specific with just very, <laughs> you know, specific food items with these ads? Like, you know, I don't know. Eat peas. They're delicious in your mashed potatoes. A message from the Canadian Pea Association. You're peas. Like, what? Get them in you. Right? Like, peas. Put them what home. Are, what are you trying to... What's going on with peas now, these days? Imagine how funny, like, the commercials on the radio would be. Oh, my like, God. When we break for commercial for a bit, if it was just like a series of commercials just for categories, basically. Oh, my God. Right? Not specific brands or anything, but like, cars. Drive one. You should You should buy a car and drive one. Totally. Any car. Just buy one. Drive yeah. a car. Clothes. Oh, my God. You got clothes? Put Wear clothes any clothes. <laughs> don't care what kind of clothes. Just, just don't go on. naked. Okay? <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I heard some funny country lyrics the other day. Oh, good. It's been a while since we poked fun at some country music lyrics. That's true. And actually, I have a bunch of these like in the backlog that we might have to start working through ahead of Stampede because oh, you're going to be good. hearing some of these songs. Sure will. And some of them are pretty pretty unintentionally funny right now. Like the song 11 Beers by the Rec Laws. You know the Rec Laws? Yep. Most people probably know the rec laws from their appearance in the bumpers of every Canadian TV sports broadcast. They're always the band that like the broadcasts come and go from mm. on TSN, Sportsnet, Hockey, Football. Yeah. Like, do they have compromising photographs of a Sportsnet executive or something? How did they swing that? Well, them and the Arkells, I find. Yes. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're both blackmailing the execs, for sure. But anyway, uh, this new song lyrical content um so he's singing about a lost love and he's remembering the time they drank 11 beers in his silverado on the side of an old country road okay and he still has one beer waiting for her out of the 12 pack oh. hmm. and i mean upon first listen I'll, I'll i'll just play the song here for you so 11 beers out the no county Catchy song. It's a catchy song. But one thing to note. Yeah. Do you say Oasis is playing? Yeah. Because wow. earlier in the song, they mentioned Champagne Supernova. Okay. That was anyway. the song playing. But yeah, that's cool. when, I, when I first heard this, I was like, is he saying he drank 11 beers by himself? It is kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> he's yeah. hanging on to the... I drank almost all of them, but I'm, I'm and I'm pretty gunned. Dear but God, there's one man. for you, and it's it's piss warm, but it's yours. Yeah. You can have one mm. of the 12. I'll take the other 11. <laughs> Only in country music would that pass as romance. I mean, I'm bigger than you. I can handle 11. You you just take the one. Good. I'm still thirsty. So that that was my first impression of the song. But then earlier in the song, I had to listen to the full thing. And in one of the verses, he says that they bought them with a fake ID. He drank seven and she drank four. Oh, So the 11th would be A little more of a gentleman. Okay. Which is waiting waiting for her. But, Hmm. I mean, when he says that... They drank seven beers on the side of a road in his Silverado. It's sort of implied that he then drove home after. Yeah. Like, how did you get the truck home? I know. I hope you ditched it on the side of the road there, bud. Even if you are a a big dude and a heavy drinker, like seven beers probably put you over the legal limit, I would think. That's too much. Eleven is for sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> also, I'd be super upset that he had seven and I only had five. I'd be like, can we? Do, I need six. It should be equal. Maybe that's why she left. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, I, I paid for half of those. Yeah. <laughs> once again, like, you have to be even here. Okay. Also, in the first Sorry. verse, they mentioned that they bought them with a fake ID. So yeah. if you drive down on this, this is a song about two teenagers driving drunk, sung by a grown man. The song is it features a young man who drank too many beer. Okay, and then drove home. We can only assume the song also features Jake Owen, who is forty years old. And oh. He's singing about teenagers getting drunk and driving home. I don't know, man. I don't think that's that's not it. That's I don't. Not the, that's not the one. I'm still upset about not getting six of the beer. Okay, B and S in twenty minutes or less. When you've been drinking, I'm sure you've heard somebody say at some point, "Oh, don't break the seal." Right. So the idea is that when you're drinking alcohol, you want to avoid going to the washroom for as long as possible because once you go for the first time, you're going to be peeing all night. It's almost like the floodgates have opened ever yes. since you go to no. the first time. Then it runs right through you. That's you broke the seal. Uh, and this is something that I've honestly heard growing up my whole life. In <laughs> fact, I'm sure I've said it before. And then I thought about it and was like, is there actually any science behind this? Yeah, is that a, a, is a real like physiological thing, or is it just a saying? Or just a saying that we all say to one another. Good question. I have no idea. So I looked it up, and it is completely a myth. There is no scientific evidence behind actually breaking the seal. They say the reason that after you go the first time, you keep going to the bathroom all night is just because it's it's just the booze catching up to you. Mm. So it takes some time. Like your body is lagging to process exactly. it all. and then Your body is slowly processing. And then once it starts actually processing it, then, well, uh, you know, alcohol works as a diuretic. So then you're going to the bathroom a lot more. It goes through you faster. So that's why you're peeing all night. So whether you take your first pee an hour after you start drinking or two hours, it's determined by the number of drinks you have. And you will pee that many times throughout the night. It doesn't matter. You, no matter how... Yeah, the volume in your body doesn't That's change. That's exactly so. it, right? You put liquid in, it's going to come out. That's <laughs> not going to change based on if you hold it in there for a long time or not. In fact, of course, they recommend you don't hold it in because it's not good for you. You could get a, a UTI or something like that. So yeah, All you're doing is you're making delaying the inevitable, right? You're you just are. suffering through yeah. your first pee when you don't have to. Just go when you feel like you have to just go. Just go to the bathroom. Interesting. Okay. I never, yeah. Yeah, I never really stopped to think about that, but... We, it doesn't take much thinking to realize that that wouldn't make sense, right? does it? But again, everyone says it, and I, I think I said it last weekend, and I was like, oh, why am I saying this? Also, uh, funny, speaking of going to the bathroom while you, you know, um, have you heard of a free till you pee event? No. Okay, so uh, this was posted recently from this bar in, U- in the UK that used to host this event, free till you pee. The whole bar goes in, everybody gets free drinks until the first person in the bar has to pee. Once they do, the whole bar then has to start paying for drinks. <sighs> And I, how is that allowed? I, how is I, uh, that legal? I asked the same thing, and I was chatting with a friend. And I was like, "This has got to be just an urban myth again. Like, this can't be a real thing that a bar is hosted." And she said that when she was up north, they hosted an event like that. <laughs> it was the same thing: free till you pee. You go in, and then the first person pees, and everybody has to pay for drinks. Man, that now, is so, that is so high stakes because yep. you want to drink enough that you're getting your money's worth, that you're getting as many free drinks as you can, but you also don't want to be the one yep. who has to pee first. You could get beat up. I was thinking, I was like, do people just pee in the corner or pee themselves <laughs> because they don't want to be the first person to actually go to the bathroom? Like, that's just asking for trouble. People wearing diapers, you know? <laughs> Here's a diaper for everybody. No one's peeing, okay? We I all would, want free booze. I would go there and think, like, as long as I don't have the weakest bladder in here we're good okay right as long as i'm not the one 
who forces everyone to start paying. But even then, like, it's not healthy to hold it that long. That's what I'm saying. And then you get publicly shamed if you are the one who has, like, oh, my God. Or worse. Yeah. I got a friend with just the softest bladder. He's the guy we had on to talk about the best bathrooms and bars in Calgary. Because he's an expert, right? Mm -hmm. He's really bad bladder on this dude. Yeah. Yeah, This wouldn't be his event. You wouldn't invite him. No. Sorry, man. This is a free till you pee thing. You have to pick your team selectively. (laughs) The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Uh, Good morning. Uh, You guys are just talking about the free till you pee thing on the radio. Yeah. They used to do that here at Coconut Joe's on Electric Avenue. Oh my God, really? that's hilarious! I was oh, yeah. think, I was wondering that because I mean, you hear all the the wild stories of Electric Avenue here, and I was like, I almost would have guessed if anywhere <laughs> were to have it would be Coconut Joe's and Electric Ave. Oh yeah, and it it got bad because you would have jugs disappearing underneath the table and getting filled up, so people wouldn't uh, oh, wouldn't get God. be the one that that broke the seal too my soon. Yeah, it was. God. Debauchery. Absolute debauchery. Did you go to any of those nights? Oh yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Was, Did you ever pee in a in a jug <laughs> under the under the table? Uh, maybe some of my friends, but uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I bared down and, and held it as long well, as I possibly. And the, the concern then is somebody's going to mistake that for booze. Like, what do you do with it? Mean, this is chaos. This is straight it? anarchy. This is awful. <laughs> awful. Yeah, so it's uh, UK, Calgary, it's been, it's been everywhere. I don't think you'll see it back in Calgary for a while. I doubt it, man. I would start with hard liquor and then oh once every, and then once drinks were were costing you again, then I'd switch to beer, but you wouldn't want to start with beer. I I think it was only beer. It was jugs of beer that were free until someone uh, beat. So I was going to say that they makes were sense. They were motivating you, fill you up and it wouldn't cost them much and people would have to pee. So when the first person did pee, what happened at the bar? Like, did they, they watch the bathrooms and they just announced it? Ah, it's over. Yeah, pretty much. It was just on, on the speaker. It's done. Free uh, drinks are over and that that was it. And then everything. <laughs> By that point, most people are hammered because they're trying to drink as much as they possibly can in a short window. Fair. So. Did the person get booed? Today, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I I think so. Like it was a big groan would go out through uh, throughout the bar. And, oh no! Yeah, I was gonna say, do you get? You should be escorted out the back door at that Security, point. Yeah. Uh, come along this way with <laughs> yeah. us, ma'am. We we don't want you to have to face that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'd prep for it. I'd start dehydrating myself yep. like a bodybuilder two Definitely. days before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eat a ton of yeah, salt certainly. so you hang on your water even more. <laughs> I'm sure as 18 and 19 year old guys, there were people doing stuff like that. Oh. I swear diapers, times, though. Man. Like Wild I've heard times. of people wearing a diaper going to like a big NFL playoff game to not have to deal with lines. Like I wouldn't be shocked <laughs> if someone there was like, I'm wearing a diaper. Straight yeah. dipe me. BNS in 20 minutes or less. I came home yesterday to part of my fence blown down by the wind. Oh crap! Not from you know, not from a tornado or a plow wind or anything like that. Just just a regular Calgary windy day blew mm. my fence down. Yeah, I've said it before. I do not like the wind. Okay, so I do not like. I might even go as far as to say. I hate the wind. Yeah, well, you've talked about this at length. We've yeah. tried to make the the wind sexy yeah. for you. Uh, here's the thing, though. We live in the prairies, uh-huh. so there's no escaping it. Uh-huh. So you kind of have to learn it. to embrace it. I could still hate it. Uh, I guess I'm so. I'm sure people who live in Manitoba still hate mosquitoes. Yeah, it's true. I just, you know, you kind of have to learn to... Cause How do you embrace it? Like, unless you're a kite surfer... Yes. Or which, you have shares in a turbine farm. I have friends who are who, kite surfers. They take full advantage of the wind. It's true. And it's just them. After that, 
Yeah. Who likes the wind? I know you've tried to defend the wind before. You Again, like the wind. In Ontario, I do because you when love it's the wind. You want to marry the wind. There, I want to marry the wind. You want to marry the wind. Me and the wind are in a tree. <laughs> K I S S I N G. Okay, first comes love, then comes marriage, then me and wind making a baby in a baby carriage. Yeah, okay. When it's super hot, then yeah, I get the wind. But I mean, I mean look at my hair, for God's sake. <laughs> like, it's just, it's constantly windblown looking. Clearly, I've just learned to embrace it. The You know, the, the cooling breeze argument doesn't really work here. No, I know. Just yesterday, I was sitting in my backyard thinking, thank God for this wind or I would be too hot right now. Well, this is what I'm watching saying. In Ontario, that does, it's a very great thing in, in when you, you need the relief from the hot weather, but we don't have that here, especially right now. We do right not. Now. All it does is ruin the, the few nice days a year we do go get. Go kiting. Take a sail, all right, on a skateboard, and then go the way of the wind. That would be really fun. I do not you like the wind. You go flipping. You're just flying. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We were talking yesterday about how Vancouver is soft when it comes to the cold, but how we in Calgary are a bit soft when it comes to the rain. Because... Mm-hmm. When it rains here, we kind of go and hibernate. We don't enjoy it. Whereas in Vancouver, they brave the rain and think nothing of it. And then we got a message from a friend of the show, Mike. And he said, okay, so if you move to Vancouver, you have to master the rain. In Calgary, it's the cold. And then he asked what weather event you have to master in Saskatchewan. He said, what about there? As he knows that you're from there and I used to live there. Well, it's way colder than it is here. Totally. So I would say the cold applies to there. Yeah. I said the wind. Yeah. Because yeah. the the wind in Saskatchewan is intense, which makes the cold even more cold. Yep. And I was like, that's something that once you move there, you know, I, the other people might be a little more soft, whereas Saskatchewan, <laughs> they're kind of used to it. It's just nasty. And then it got me thinking about other provinces. And I was like, if you were to move to different provinces, there is always kind of a weather personality or an environmental factor that you need to master in those provinces. It sure is. And our country is so big that it differs from totally. place to place, doesn't it? So I was uh, kind of having a fun discussion with Mike about, yeah, what about the other provinces? Mm. Like Ontario, okay. for example. Humidity? I was going to say humidity, right? That's yeah. one thing that, it, geez, put somebody from the prairies and my boyfriend, for example, in Ontario, and he can't handle it. He's just like, this is disgusting. You just sticky, gross. What about Manitoba? Yeah, like the prairies in general would, would be the cold. Yeah. But it depends if you break it down by region, because here I'd say it's the dryness. Yeah. Calgary's totally. trait is the elevation and the dryness. Yep. That doesn't apply to Edmonton. No. Um, but here, for sure, the dryness, you're right. Manitoba. I mean, everyone says Winnipeg is, is so cold, but really it's not like not really colder than like Edmonton or or Saskatchewan. I was it's thinking cold. if we were to loosen it up to just more, you know, environmental factors, it might be the, the giant mosquitoes. The mosquitoes, yeah, I was going to say. The mosquito swarms. Like Master a, the, handle the mosquitoes, it's yeah. It's a mosquito storm, really, there, because you, you do. You get full-out swarmed by them, and they can be the size of birds. So maybe that, if we can qualify that. What about New Brunswick? I don't know if I could go down to the specific provinces on the East Coast, but as a East blanket, as I was going to say the fog, maybe? Mm, yeah, blizzards. New oh, Brunswick. yeah, they get dummied with snow, don't Nasty they? Nasty blizzards. Yeah. Those are the ones where, you know, those famous photos where people are <laughs> digging out, like, I don't know, five meters, and it's all from there. Up north, I mean, if you if in the in the territories, like, you you could say, I mean, it is the coldest place in the Cold country, for balls. sure. Like, just, yeah. But I would say, and I've never lived there, I just my outside perspective is that maybe even more than the cold is the darkness. Yes. That like, would be tough. Like, to not really see... The sun come up for part of the year, that would be a big adjustment, I think, for a lot of people. That so, would be. You're I right. Mean, cold is cold, mm-hmm. and it gets really cold there. Yep. But the, the darkness, darkness I, is the dark more unique, cold. I think. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Does Quebec have a weather personality? That's the one I was finding the most tough. I mean, they kind of have a mixture of everything. 
Yeah, it's all, again, big province, geographically a big province. So, mm-hmm. um, But yeah, I mean, they're known to be cold. They have some really cold winds. Ice storms, though, is what they're prone uh, to. Yes. Because it's just a little warmer and then it, you get the ice. and So maybe something like that. Yeah. Because that, yeah, that would be a good one. That is wild to think about, though. Every every, every region problem. in this country Nova Scotia's has got the own. nor'easters as well. The nor'easter. A nor'easter. And not a nor'easter. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We got a message from Jordan that said, Calgary gets cold, yeah, but that's not what we're known for. Chinooks are what we're famous for. So maybe learning to adapt to the Chinooks would be your, like, Calgary-specific skill. I said, they're like, yeah, you're right. I was always thinking it would be more of a, like, a challenge to overcome. That's what I was looking at. Is it is not necessarily a positive, whereas Chinooks normally bring relief in the winter, right? Yeah, not everybody loves the Chinooks. Well, I, I do. Yeah. I think they're great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, people who get migraines certainly don't. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, to, we've talked about the freeze-thaw, too. Like, it's... Right. Calgary can be a real mess in the winter, so that's something that you have to adapt to just because of the Chinooks, but yeah. I would take them over no Chinooks any day of the week. Oh, my God, yeah. VNS in 20 minutes or less. It's unofficially Throwback Thursday on the show. Yeah, it is. Um, my son, Bo, who's seven, was asking about McDonald's play places, and I don't think he's ever been in one, but I, he must have oh. driven past and seen one, and I said, they don't really do those anymore. Uh, most of the McDonald's locations have gone to like the more upscale McCafe type. Which is really sad to me because I have some fond memories from those play places. The McDonald's play place? Like they always, you know, smelled a little bit of pee, but yeah. they were fun. Yeah. They were fun to climb in. And as a kid, it was nice to have that while your parents just <laughs> sat, sit and watch, you know. Do you remember the McDonald's locations? Because you had to have socks on. When yeah. You were in there. They sold socks. Oh, they had God. socks on the menu for like two bucks. It I was a thread at the bottom that. of the menu under like the, the desserts under and smiles. stuff. Under smiles. Smiles are smiles free. Smiles are free. Socks are $2. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a running That's joke with our friends. Like, Can I get a smile? Uh, and it's no, such that, a bad teenage it's a joke, terrible, isn't it? And a terrible dad joke. Yeah. Yeah. And a cup and a round of smiles. Can for I the get kids, a smile please. for you, please? <laughs> if I worked there as a teenager, oh, man, I would just. I would eat that Oh, my so God. Much. Yeah. The yeah. socks one's pretty funny, though, to go in and just, uh, I'll just get a, then pretend like you're really looking over the menu. It's a pair of socks, please. How does that taste? <laughs> Do you have any socks on special, or? Oh, what's your special sock of the day? <laughs> anyway, so. Put a sock I, in it. I was telling Bo, though, that when we were growing up, they had, not only did they have the play place, they also had Nintendo 64s in oh, McDonald's. Yeah. They had, like, a, like a glass, like a, like a box, like a wooden box with a TV in it, mm-hmm. and then N64. And I was trying to remember what games were usually on the 64. Was it, like, Diddy Kong Racing? I want to say Diddy Kong Racing Maybe. was one. And then the one with the, with the jet skis. Wave Race? Oh, yeah. Wave Runner, is that what it was called? I don't remember. But yeah, I know that game. I, I have it, I think, actually. But I never played the N64 for two reasons. Uh, one, the controllers were the dirtiest object, I think, in the history of humanity. Yep. Like, you've got nothing but kids coming through McDonald's mm-hmm. all day gre- with their greasy hands, like, eating, dipping their fingers in the sauce and the fries and then grabbing the controller. And, like, if you touch the controller, you're just like, oh, I got, I got something for just, sure. All I, I, I envisioned <sighs> is just snot. I was like, there's oh, just kids geez, snot all noses, over that, you know? Eating it's Happy Meals. All, every kid just walks by, they take a big loogie from their nose and they just put it right on that controller. That's mm, what I envisioned good. always happened. I'm putting my mark on this like a dog. Mark. Stick it right there in the start button. Yeah. Um, oh, so there was that. Gross. Disgusting. Absolutely Sorry. disgusting. If you're if you're eating breakfast, we apologize. Yeah. 
Uh, the other reason was that the controllers b- barely worked. It's true. Like the the joystick on a Nintendo sixty four had to be fairly crisp for it to be effective. Mm. And the ones at the McDonald's were so lit; they were flaccid. They were just like Ugh, well, off to the side. Becker, they're like glued on by snot. So I mean, makes sense. Oh. So why is my character just spinning around? Because your joystick is limp. It's, it's true. It is not. Yeah, they were held on by like that piece of corrugated plastic that uh-huh. kind of stuck out of the display case, and just the worst controllers you've ever seen. The like idea your was there, but they've yeah. Your friend's second player Mad Cat's controller was far better than the brand name N64 controllers. You know, if somebody had bothered to maybe just wipe off the snot at some point, it would have made it a whole lot better for everyone, okay? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So another very spooky pizza encounter has happened. Another one? And somebody has, uh, they've documented it, and it's been surfacing uh, online lately, and we've been sent it. And Rebecca, I have to play this for you. This is... This well, is, I think... Because something like that happened to me. Did yeah, I, we've heard about that one. It's that time story? for a new one. So thankfully, this one has come up. So you have a listen. It's it's spooky. I'm officially very concerned. So like, it's one in the morning, right? And my doorbell just rang. We very cautiously go to open the door and it's a Domino's pizza guy. We tell him, oh, you have the wrong house. We didn't order a pizza. The guy looks confused and repeats our address back to us. And we're like, yeah, maybe they typed it in wrong when they ordered it. And then he reads back like my name, like my Rebecca Mendel, my maiden name. And when we asked what phone number was associated with the order, they read back my childhood home phone number, the landline that doesn't exist anymore. So how concerned do I need to be? Before you ask, no, we didn't keep the pizza. They wouldn't let us keep it unless we paid for it. And I don't know what pizza that, like, no. Yeah. Yeah, someone tagged me in that too. Yeah. And I didn't know what to make of it. I read through some of the it's comments, spooky. and the the leading theory seems to be that she has some sort of stalker. Oh, that's Someone terrifying. from her past who knows where she lives, knows her maiden name, knew her phone number back then. Oh, man. And, like, is just doing weird stuff, sending pizzas to her. Yeah, I mean, there are some things that could make it not supernatural for your story as well, but uh, I think it might be supernatural. Like, that's just spooky. Right? I don't know. I think mine was more supernatural. Mm. This one has... A, a logical disturbing, explanation. but logical explanation. Mine does not. Well, you think that, but honestly, I just, every time there's a spooky pizza encounter, it's it's a bit eerie, you know? It's just... Uh, we got a call from one person one time. Do you remember that they had their own ghost pizza story where they ordered a pizza and then it was delivered and they were eating it and then the doorbell rang again and it was another driver with the same pizza and they're like, but we already got our pizza and the driver said, but I'm the only one working tonight. <sighs> I mean, that could be another. You hope it's not another stalker incident or yeah. someone trying to get one in your house wasn't. posing as a pizza guy. Yeah, one of them wasn't. What? Are, what are the? What are the odds? Is there a pizza the hotline like where you can listen in, like the police scanner, like a pizza <laughs> scanner where people can listen in, hear the orders coming My in? God, that's the fourth one tonight. <laughs> the BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. Here's another one for Throwback Thursday. Um, I came across this video showing the like number one songs this week from the past oh, yeah. few years. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week in 2011, the number one song was Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO. Do you remember that song? Oh, yeah. yeah. Party Rock is in the house tonight. Everybody just have a good time. This one. Shake that. This song is Yeah, this is actually one of the biggest singles of all time in terms of chart performance and sales. 
I'm not a, even shocked. It That's, was a monster. Yeah. It was. But I don't think many people remember that the song was actually Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO featuring Lauren Bennett, who was a British singer, uh, and the music producer Goon Rock. Nope. I would have had no idea. No, it's LMFAO featuring Lauren Bennett and Goon Rock. Okay. <laughs> That, I just cracked up at the name Goon Rock. How did I not remember I didn't, that? Like, I don't know who either of Goon, those people, but Goon you're Rock? You're going to go by Goon Rock? If a friend was telling me that they were going to start their music career under the stage name Goon Rock, I would urge them to reconsider. Yep. I'd counsel them against it. Mm-hmm. Goon Rock? Are you sure? I mean... <laughs> are you sure? Although, I don't, it like, kind of gives that party wild, if that's what you want, you know? <laughs> I'm not sure. Color That's me surprised weird. that we never heard much more from Goon Rock after that. That's too bad. What kind of music? What kind of if if, if it was a genre? What would Goon Rock be, Shauna? Like when? Is it? I'm big I, into Goon Rock. <laughs> okay, for some reason I picture just a bunch of baboons banging on instruments. I don't know why. Just That's like, what I envision. Think of like the dumbest people you know. What yeah. do they listen to? <laughs> That's Goon Rock. A bunch of monkeys. So. <laughs> monkeys banging around. Look at Make it some music. So Goon Rock was in on a couple other LMFAO hits, and then I guess he also wrote a song for Jennifer Lopez and had made beats for some other. But like after that kind of era, you never really heard from him again. Maybe he just took his money and and like cashed out because I'm sure he made too hard, Beckler. He may have gooned gooned too hard. (laughs) He peaked gooned, and now he's gone. Gone to goon. He's gone to goon. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I would like a documentary filmmaker. To do an entire deep dive investigation onto what happened to Goon Rock. Well, we've come Where up with the go? title already. Gone to Gone Goon. Gone to Goon. <laughs> the ups and downs of Goon Rock. <laughs> his career ended gooner rather than later. Oh, my God. He, uh, maybe he took his money and like went back to school or something. <laughs> it's actually Dr. Goon Rock oh, now. Oh, my God. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology with Shauna. Friend of the show, Luke, asked me to look into this one. The etymology of the terms jacked or ripped. Referring to someone in really good shape? Exactly. Uh, So I did. And, of course, this is all fairly new slang, but jacked just seems to have originated from the act of jacking things up, as in like a car that's on a jack is elevated, kind of like your muscle definition is. So very simple. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) You can jack up your rig in more more ways than one, right? You sure you can. You can lift your truck, jack yeah, up your rig. Exactly. Or you, you could get your body into really good shape. Your physical <laughs> rig versus your yeah your rig of your vehicle. I'm jack up my rig. I'm going to jack it up. Yeah, there you go. So very simple. Uh, as for ripped, that comes from muscles just looking as though they're ripping through your skin. Okay. That's that where people feel like that came from. Fairly self-explanatory. Yeah, a bit of a creepy visual, though. That's just a weird one. Uh, but it's funny. As I got researching this... I found a ton of articles talking about the difference between all of these terms for being muscular, right? And there's a, a fair amount of literature on this, and people argue that if you use these terms, they all mean different things, right? So, uh, for example, in the world of bodybuilding, being jacked means you're big and muscular, whereas being ripped means you're slightly smaller and a little more lean. Mm, okay. So you can't interchange okay. these. According to this, there was actually a degrees of muscularity hierarchy, which I found, so I wanted to provide you all with Please this. Please do. So it starts with, number one, the full house, which, I mean, that just means that you're fully kind of more round, okay? okay? You get the full house, okay. which is really funny. Then you get hard, cut, defined, ripped, jacked, and then the pinnacle is shredded. Are these in order? Yes. 
So after the full house, you just get hard, but then beyond hard, you get cut. Then then it's defined after cut, then ripped, all right, where it looks like your muscles are ripping through, then jacked because they're even bigger, and then shredded is, again, the pinnacle of what you want to attain. According to this one article, shredded is the highest condition of muscularity. Less than 1% of all bodybuilders ever achieve the shredded state. So you cannot use that. Liberally. You can't just throw that around. You can't I think just I've toss said it that before. Out. You're looking shredded, man. Yeah. Nope. Like, hang on. Mm-mm. Flag on the play. Yes. Only 1% of bodybuilders ever achieve shredded Someone's status. Someone's going to come and, make... and tackle you. Yeah. Be like, nope. You're abusing that word. You are abusing that, <laughs> that word. That so, is our word. We are there you shredded. Go. Uh, this article, your day revolves around eating, sleeping, and training. Genetics also play a big role for shredded. So again, just do not use that term liberally, okay? That is only... Well, pardon me. Pardon on me. Etymology with Shauna. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.